0: This is the Disability Law Show. Toronto's News. Today's Talk. 6:40
1: Toronto. All right, welcome and uh, good evening here at Disability Law Show. Good to have you along. You want to reach out anytime To Mark and Co-founding Partner Sanfiru to Mark LLP, the most positively reviewed law firm in this nation. Here's how you do that. 1-855-821 5900. one 821 5900 That will put you in touch with Savannah's amazing team. Help at disabilityrights.ca is the email address we always pull from. And I want to mention uh, another website as well that's just as important. Really easy to navigate. It's absolutely free. It's anonymous and it all has uh, short memos on everything in the LTD world concerning uh, concerning you really if you're dealing with a long-term disability. insurer, you've been cut off, asked to appeal. You're getting static ltdfaq.ca. Again, LT- FAQ.ca. You can go there uh, any time you would like. But uh, i got some emails already coming in. we got stuff from MyDisabilityQuestions.com uh, flowing in as well, Savannah. But uh, right off the hop, what's going on with you, case of the day, pal?
2: Yeah, let's talk about it, John. So mm-hmm. MyDisabilityQuestions.com, here's a question that came in this week from Sean in Ottawa. I'll read Great. you the question, then we're going to go and uh, dissect it. Uh, for our listeners so here's what sean writes my company is giving me severance package while i'm on ltd which means that they want to fire me i've been with them for 21 years i understand that i still keep my keep my ltd benefits however will my insurance company reduce or take payment for the severance i'm going to be getting great question Excellent question, John, and it's something we've talked about before. Again, for people out there, you need to understand uh, that if you are uh, on long-term disability or if you know someone on long-term disability and they have issues with work, remember, our law firm, we got offices really everywhere and in three different provinces, Ontario, BC, Alberta, we deal with employment law and LTD because they're intertwined. So We got lawyers with expertise in both areas. Now, to Sean's question here, look, first of all, if you've been let go, while you're on LTD, that is a potential human rights violation. So not only are you potentially entitled to a lot of severance, because you've been there for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, you are also on disability, which means that the employer potentially is violating the Human Rights Act by firing someone with a disability. Now, this does potentially impact your LTD entitlements. We talked about this before, John, how LTD insurance companies have structured the LTD policies in such a way as to give them maximum benefit. And what this means is that most LTD policies that I have seen uh, do contain provisions that say that if you receive severance from your employer, we, the LTD insurers, are entitled to a credit for that. So it means that if Sean here gets $10,000 in severance, his insurance company may say fork it over. And and this is the, the problem when people go to an employment lawyer, for example, to deal with their employment issue and that person doesn't have expertise in LTD because then the lawyer may get the individual great severance, potentially human rights damages, but not understanding that at the end of the day, the insurance company is going to get credit for that. So the person is going to be left with essentially nothing from the severance. So the way we do it is a bit different, right? We have expertise in, in both areas. And so we negotiate with the employer. We deal with the employer in such a way as to minimize whatever the LTD insurer is able to put in its pocket, which means more money goes into the person's pocket. So it is important to understand that if you are let go while you're an LTD or if you have issues with your employer, that can impact your LTD uh, entitlements and whatever your LTD insurer is paying you. And you can't just hide it. Because guess what? They're gonna find out. When they find out, they're gonna ask for reimbursement. So you gotta be very careful. So the so the the, the crux of, of the answer here, Sean, is that yes, it will potentially impact your employee, uh, your, your, your LTD entitlements, but we can probably deal with it holistically and make sure that we minimize how much money the insurance company is getting and maximize how much goes in your pocket.
1: Yeah, it's interesting too, because Sean also, uh, he also says it's been 21 years he's been working at this place. So that, is, that could very well be, we, we don't know his age, I don't think, no, we don't know his age, but that could be a real significant severance package. So he's going to want to protect that uh, using For you sure. guys as much as he can,
2: right? 100%. And John, I mean, yeah. you do the employment law show with Lior and many of the other lawyers at our firm. I mean, we deal with the, these kinds of firings and, and terminations of employment on a daily basis. And again, yeah. where it gets tricky and not every lawyer who does employment or LTD exclusively understands the interplay between those two areas of law is, is that there is an impact. So, you know, if you go to the wrong lawyer on the employment side, you can be in a situation where the lawyer benefits because they get their legal fees. The insurance company get benefits because they get the severance, uh, whatever that amount is, and you get nothing from that. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you go to the right lawyers, which is why we keep saying that this is what we do. We've been doing this for many, many years. We're excellent at this. Our lawyers are phenomenal. Just go to our website. Just check out the Google reviews. I mean, the amount of reviews we have across all our offices is crazy, and there is a reason for that. You know, we value quality above everything else. And so when our lawyers represent you with respect to your employment matter or your LTD matter, you are in good hands.
1: Again, one 821 5900 to reach out by phone, MyDisabilityQuestions.com, which is where Savannah just pulled that question from Sean. It's free, it's anonymous, it's got a searchable database, so your question may have been asked sometime in the past, and it could be there. You can read it and save yourself uh, some time if the broad strokes are laid out already. If not, leave your question there. And Savant's team will uh, will get to it, and also DisabilityRights.ca. That would be the firm website media tab. Check out our long running TV show as well, also thirty minutes long. What else? Uh, what else you got going on, pal?
2: Well, John, uh, John, before I go on to the next question that was posted mm-hmm. on our website, I want to say you know we have also have that website uh, LTD FAQ. So oh. Long Term Disability LTD Frequently Asked Questions.ca. LTD FAQ, and the reason why i keep hammering that website is because it's a free legal resource that we've created and we keep working on to add new short memos for the public at large so if you're an individual out there who's interested in this maybe you have your own ltd claim maybe you know someone that could use it go to ltdfaq.ca costs nothing and we've created these short memos about various topics to do with ltd for example one of them deals with that interaction between ltd and employment law and what it does is it answers the most frequently asked questions that people have and of course you can always reach out to us it costs nothing to talk to us about your ltd claim to get advice we got lawyers we got paralegals our job here is to educate the public And listen, it is self-serving too. I have to admit that, right? I mean, we want people to contact us because we know what we're doing. We can help them. But at the end of the day, if you choose to go with a different lawyer, a different law firm, that's your prerogative. Absolutely. Mm. But check us out, get the right information, empower yourself and understand that you have rights. So again, ltdfaq.ca, you will see when you go there a whole bunch of topics related to long-term disability claims. And I'm telling you, John, this answers probably 90% of people's questions out there, and we keep adding to it. So hopefully we'll get to 100% at some point.
1: You bet. Again, ltdfaq.ca, and to reach out by phone, uh, 1-855-821-5900. Again, uh, they're, they're piling out the questions. Where do you want to go now, Paul?
2: Well, let's go to a question again that was posted here that I was mentioning that just came in. This is from Larry. Here's Larry? what Larry yep. writes. Yep. The insurance company wants me to go for an assessment to a clinician of their choosing with a third party organization in order to see uh, to seek other treatment options for my mental illness. I've been on LTD for under 2 years. Is this like an IME? What are my options in terms of attending and doing other treatments through this third party organization? Currently I'm seeing a therapist for my mental illness condition. This is interesting, John, because we often talk about the difference between getting treatments and an IME. And I'll I'll break down what an IME is for anyone who's not familiar with this Mm -hmm. uh, acronym. IME stands for Independent Medical Examination. And what it is, it's when the insurance company says, yes, we know you're getting treated by whoever is treating you, but we want you to be seen by one of our assessors, maybe a doctor, maybe a non-MD person. Here's the thing, though, even though it says uh, or it's called an independent medical examinations, anything but independent. You have to understand that these insurance companies are not there for your benefit. These insurance companies write these policies, collect premiums, make a lot of money, and when it comes time to to file a claim or to be on claim, they're trying as hard as they can to get you off claim. And that's the same, John, not just for LTD. It's for home insurance, auto insurance, travel insurance, any kind of insurance. And incidentally, I'm talking not just as someone who practices on a daily basis and helps individuals fight these insurance companies. Mm-hmm. But as someone who many, many years ago, used to protect insurance company, I, I actually, when I first started as a lawyer, I used to be a defense insurance lawyer. I worked for yeah. uh, a, a law firm in Toronto, uh, that was probably the largest law firm that dealt with insurance companies and protected them. So back to this question here, if the insurance company is asking you to go for an assessment, Uh, in relation to your claim, uh, then it is an IME, essentially, right? They're they're assessing whether or not you are still disabled or the extent of your disability or what kind of treatments you need. You have to go to that kind of an assessment. However, if they tell you to go to a specific clinic or be treated by a specific doctor, unless your LTD policy contains a provision that obligates you to go to these places that the insurance company is sending you to for treatments, you have no obligation as long as you're getting treatments that are already uh, prescribed by your doctors or therapists. In this case, Larry's saying he's already seeing a therapist. And maybe that's enough. Maybe the family doctor agrees that's enough. Maybe the, the therapist is a psychologist. Maybe it's a psychiatrist. I have no idea. But the reality is this. If you're getting reasonable treatments, then for the vast majority of LTD cases out there, I can tell you, you've done what you had to do under the policy terms. And the insurance company has no way of forcing you to go to other types of treatments for you know with other clinics. Again, unless the LTD policy specifically says that they have the ability to send you to those places. Have,
1: have you so, seen many so, of those? Where it's outlined no, in the policy? No, yeah, absolutely yeah, I not. So.
2: I can tell you yeah. some lawyers on my team have said that they've seen some uh, language that sort of talks about the insurance company having some ability to, to send you to specific locations. But that's very rare in our experience, and frankly, if you think about it, I'm very skeptical of those places. Because why is the insurance company wanting to send me to that particular clinic? Mm-hmm. What are they getting out of it? So yeah. again, you know, we can get into it as the show progresses, John. But I'm very skeptical when the insurance company, you know, when, if I have a car accident, insurance company says take it to the garage over there. Why that garage? Why that yeah. body shop? Why can't I choose my own? Why can't I do my own do do, do you know due diligence? So yeah. so you know to Larry's question here we can help you if the insurance company is pressing down on you and forcing you to do something you do not want to do again this idea of IME's this concept on our LTD FAQ webpage there are frequently asked questions we answer those questions and if you have further questions Larry or anyone else reach out to us cost nothing to get this information
1: Larry, thanks so much for taking the time to write in and to follow up with a phone call. Uh, you can do that anytime as well. 1 821 5900 and email help at disabilityrights.ca. We'll continue with the Disability Law Show. Stand by.
0: Welcome back to the Disability Law Show. Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: All right, welcome back, Disability Law Show here on a Friday evening. So good to have you along on the show. You can reach out anytime, by the way, to Savannah Tamarkin, co-founding partner, Sanfiro Tamarkin, LLP, the most positively reviewed law firm in this country. So uh, so check it out. Call and ask some questions. Uh, if something in the long-term disability realm is bothering you, either for yourself, maybe a family member, or a or a pal. one 855 one fifty nine hundred My disability dot com. We pull a lot of questions from that website. It's free and anonymous for you to use, and short memos that'll educate you as well. ltdfaq.ca, dot ca. Ltdfaq dot ca. Anytime. Uh, let's move on. Savannah, get back into it uh, here again. My disability com. I think you have one from uh, from Carrie. What's that all about?
2: We do. Yeah, Carrie from Toronto. So she writes. I think this is a silly question, but here it is. Mm -hmm. By the way, caveat here, there are no silly questions when it comes to LTD, trust me. The simplest question can end up being a huge question with many different parts. So don't worry about silly questions, okay? There are no silly questions. So here's what she writes. If my insurance is provided by OTIP, which is Ontario Teacher's Insurance, am I supposed to apply for CPP disability? So the answer is actually not specific to OTIP, although I can tell you we've represented many teachers. And in fact, some of them have been high profile cases on our website, you know, that uh, news Mm -hmm. organizations have actually reported on. My my colleague, James Fireman, uh, has had one of those situations with a lady that uh, is a teacher and was actually assaulted in class, suffered uh, a brain injury and was then subsequently rejected by the insurance company. You remember that, John? Yep. Uh, well. So, so Otip is something is 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 a uh, is, is a program that we're very familiar with. Organizations that you know we know what to do with. Are you supposed to apply for CPP disability? Look, our general advice, and I'll say general because cases are specific, and you have to understand that while we talk here generally, uh, the point is to educate the public. But I can't go through every scenario; uh, it's just not possible. And I can tell you that generally, we tell people that when they are on LTD they should apply for CPP disability. And there are various reasons for this. CPP disability is a federally government-run program. It's not private. Whereas if you go through an insurance company, it is a private policy. Now, if you have private LTD, and by private, I don't mean that you necessarily purchase the uh, policy. You can have it like OTIP, you know, through work, through the Mm -hmm. fact that you're a teacher, Uh, then first of all, the policy may actually have a provision that obligates you to apply for CPP disability if you're an LTD. That's number one. But if if it doesn't contain that kind of a provision, at some point, the insurance company will ask you to apply for CPP disability. And there's a very good reason for that for them. And the reason is because if you get CPP disability, you get approved, well, guess what? They get a deduction for that. They get a credit for that. So let's say the teacher here is making $75,000 a year. And let's say she's approved for CPP disability for $12,000 a year. She doesn't suddenly get uh, $75,000 a year plus $12,000. Like it doesn't stack. The insurance company gets a credit for whatever you as a disabled individual get from CPP disability. So it's to the insurance company's advantage that you apply and you're successful. But there are other reasons why it's actually good for you to apply for CPP disability, not the least of which is that if you get qualified, Well, arguably, CBP disability is a harder test to meet. Uh, You have to show that your disability is severe and prolonged. And, you know, it's not easy to meet that. And it doesn't mean you're not disabled if you get rejected. But my point is that if you get accepted, it's that much more difficult for your own insurance company to then say you're not disabled down the road because the government has deemed you disabled. That's number one. Number two, the other, you know, quick reason I can give you why it's good to apply for is because if you get it. And at some point down the road, OTEP cuts you off for whatever reason. Guess what? You still get CPP disability. Money still yeah. flowing in. And that's absolutely key in a t- situation where, you know, you have no money coming in. You're not working. You can't work. You got kids perhaps. You have bills to pay. It's really good to have CPP disability there. So we always tell people apply for CPP disability. If you don't get it, you can always appeal that CPP disability denial. I always tell people don't appeal the LTD denial. We can help you on that front legally, okay? It's much more powerful than trying to appeal that to your insurance company, but with CPP disability, you can in fact appeal that denial. And in fact, many people who appeal those CPP disability denials end up getting approved. So so Carrie, uh, apply for CPP disability. That's my advice if you're an LTD. Uh, and if for whatever reason you have any issues with OTIP, if they cut you off, deny your claim, tell you to do something you're not comfortable with, please reach out to me to my team. We will help you. That's what we're here for, John. I want to make sure people understand we are lawyers. We are lawyers. We are approachable lawyers, okay? We're not stuck up, uh, you know, and, and, but we know what we're doing. Uh, we've been doing this for many years. Many of our lawyers, in fact, have used, used to work for insurance companies, so we know the other side. We know the pressure points. We know how to, you know, hit them hard when they act unfairly, unjustly, and illegally towards individuals who really just need help. They just need help to get back on the horse. You know, that's, so that's what we're here for. So please carry, be in touch.
1: Kerry, thank you for reaching out. 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. Just use, use the number, call it anytime that and help at disabilityrights.ca. Okay. We got to, we got some more time, pal. Where do you want to go?
2: We do. We, we have a, uh, an email that came in from Chad uh, yep. and uh, Chad is 59 years old uh he, he's an RCMP officer um he suffers from PTSD and major depressive disorder and a back injury mm-hmm. now he was cut off his LTD payments uh back earlier this month okay and and uh, he was advised by his insurance company that he should be able to do work in the fields of recruitment officer social policy researcher those are all sedentary type of of jobs Right, And he writes that they refuse to send him a copy of the IME that they sent him on back in January. They say that it's too sensitive for him to review, but they'll send okay. it to his doctor, which he will charge me to get a copy of. He says it's ridiculous logic. I agree absolutely, Chad. It's ridiculous logic. But I, I want to break down a few things here. Number one, the number one thing that comes at me here that, that comes out is that he was uh, cut off LTD just now. Now, John, I want to make sure our our listeners understand when you're on LTD, typically the insurance company doesn't just simply tell you, they give you a call and say, by the way, last week was your last payment. Usually they give you a heads up. They tell you in a month, we're going to cut you off. uh, In two months, three, I've seen as far as a year in advance where they've said, we think that you are the two-year mark, you'll be able to do something else. What is this two-year mark? Well, under most LTD policies, most LTD policies, to get LTD payments, long-term disability payments from your insurance company for the first two years, you have to demonstrate with medical help with your doctors that you cannot perform the essential tasks of your own occupation. Beyond the two-year mark, the test changes. It becomes more difficult. The question then at that point becomes, can you perform the essential tasks of any occupation for which you are suited for by training, education, or experience? And generally we look at commensurate income. That's one of the indicators. So. You know, we typically want to see can you perform another job, another occupation that will pay you 60, 65% of your pre disability income at that two year mark? If you can, then the insurance company may be correct. I highlight maybe because there are other indicators here, may be correct in ending your benefits. But I can tell you, John, I have seen time and time again people who are coming to me, especially with mental health illnesses, like this gentleman here, PTSD and major depressive disorder. I mean, think about this, if he can't work because of P- post-traumatic stress disorder and a major depressive disorder, let alone the, his back injury, how can he possibly do other types of jobs? I mean, PTSD and yeah. major depression are, are cra- I mean, they're very difficult conditions and they disable you in, in a major way. And so to me, just from the email, let alone speaking with him, I can tell you he probably should not have been cut off uh, after the two-year mark. So it's really important to understand that when you're cut off at the two-year mark or around the two-year mark, that's not the end of the analysis. Because in many, many cases, uh, I can tell you, we've told people, no, you should not have been cut off. We get involved. We go after the insurance company and they run to the table to try and resolve the case with us because they understand that they're going to lose at the end of the day if they continue that denial. Now, they're hoping That the majority of people out there will simply walk away, right? People like Chad will never inquire about their rights, you know, that they will simply walk away. And, you know, let's just do a quick math here. If Chad is is 59 years old, he's got, let's say, six more years on his policy to age 65. Let's just use a standard policy. Sure. Let's say his LTD is $50,000 a year. Again, just a simple number. I don't know if that's what it is. 50 grand a year in LTD times six. How much is that? That's $300,000. He potentially would be giving up $300,000 that he's being owed. And by the way, that's not a significant claim, quote unquote. I've seen cases where people have sort of walked away from seven figures. That's owed to them. owed to them. That the insurance company is pocketing. So you need to understand that you have rights. We can help you enforce those rights. And listen, if after speaking with us, you don't want to pursue it or you want to go elsewhere, It's your prerogative, but at least empower yourself and understand what your rights are.
1: And I think a lot of the problem with people is they think it's going to be a long, arduous process, an expensive one. But, I mean, one of the main key factors which you always echo is the fact that once you guys are involved, it's radio silence from the insurance company for the person who's already suffering enough, right? Which is half the battle for some people, right? Never mind the monetary benefit. Yeah,
2: Completely right. We're the ones who are dealing with the insurance company. We're the ones that are communicating with them. The phone calls stop. When, when it comes to any communications with the individual, uh, everything has to go through us. So the insurance company can't, let's say, re-victimize the individual uh, by by making them more anxious, more depressed, you know, through their denials and through their their conduct. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention here, John, is that Chad is mentioning this IME. And again, we've talked about IMEs earlier in the show, this, these medical examinations. I don't want to call them independent medical examinations because they're not yeah. independent. The insurance company is handpicking these these. Uh, assessors, uh, not only handpicking them, but they're also paying these assessors to give them opinions. Well, Chad, look, the reality is you cannot force them to give you that IME report, but you're going to get it through your doctor. And your doctor can provide a counter report, Mm -hmm. right? The calls on all the mistakes that this assessor has made. Again, we'll get in touch with you. We'll talk to you. We'll see the IME report. We'll see what your doctor says. We will help you. And I can tell you we're going to resolve your claim. I'm not going to say no time, but in a very short period of time, relatively speaking, of course.
1: Chad, appreciate that. And we appreciate you as well for tuning in this last 30 minutes uh, this evening. You want to reach out anytime to Savannah. You can ask questions. They might appear here on the show or otherwise uh, in private. You can do so. one 821 5900 Help at disabilityrights.ca. And uh, for uh, this evening's show, we pulled a lot from mydisabilityquestions.com, free and anonymous. And then finally, helpful, short, and easily read memos about LTD can be found at ltdfaq.ca. We'll catch you next time on the Disability Law.